from the Tie Cats Audio Network. This is Tie Cats Today with Braden Neville. On today's episode, it was a crazy day in Hamilton. The Tiger Cats announced an updated football operation structure for the club that sees Orlando Steinhauer focus on the president of football operations role, while Ed Hervey has been named the team's general manager. And we will hear from both of those guys from today's media availability, as well as during their sit-down with the Ticats Audio Network's own Bill Kelly. It's Tuesday, December 5th, 2023, and you're listening to Ticats today. Some big announcements coming out of Hamilton earlier in the day as the team announced that Arlando Steinhauer is going to focus more on his role as president of football operations and will not be the coach of the Ticats next season. Steinhauer spent the past five seasons as head coach of the Tiger Cats and he made the playoffs all five years he was very successful during that regular season and was even able to go to -to back-to-back Grey Cups in 2019 and 2021 and if you can remember in 2019 he was named the CFL's coach of the year after leading the Tiger Cats to a franchise record 15 win season which matched the most wins in league history by a rookie head coach and in that same season he went a perfect 9-0 at home for the first time in franchise history. Today Orlando Orlando Steinhauer spoke to media about the decision to focus on his duties as president of football operations and more. Well, I think sometimes it's, you know, at the end of every season, you're you're constantly evaluating, and that's not just players, that's the whole organization. And, you know, when you're tasked with more, um, you got to look at everything, and you look at what you have in, in-house, and you look at what you can acquire outside, and just how can you get better? That's that's the bottom line. We're always striving to be innovative, creative, Uh, We're trying to be better in all facets and always trying to use people's skill sets to the best you can. And so this is kind of how we arrived at this decision. And what do you think Ed can bring to that general manager role here? Well, I know what Ed can bring. I think when it comes to Ed, it becomes very apparent. You know, I've got a chance to work side by side from him with him from the inside out. And I think that's what people don't see. It it became very apparent to me why he's been entrusted to run two different organizations. Uh, Tangibly from the outside, you know, it speaks for itself. You know, he, what I really appreciate about Ed is he's, you know, he's done it from the quote unquote, the bottom. And, you know, he's been a scout. He's been a, an interim GM, uh, and, uh, you know, in a co-GM fashion. Uh, obviously, he's he's made big decisions. He's run drafts. He's run day-to-day operations, and he just has that experience. And I think I should also say that you know I feel like we have three GMs in house. Um, when you make a move like this, you have to appoint somebody. And so you know I don't want to. I'd be remiss if I didn't speak about Spencer Zimmerman and Drew Almain, who. Uh, the timing just isn't their time. It's not uh, about the, whether they can do the job or not. So uh, when you when you mix Ed and obviously he has championship pedigree, uh, both as a player uh, and as a as a general manager. Um, you know he also spent time uh, next to the all-time winningest coach uh, in Wally Wano. And then really it was what solidifies it for me is just the inside out, the stuff people don't see. And so for that, um, that's how I know. Um, Ed can do the job, not why I think. Yeah, we're, we're filling out our whole staff, and so they're definitely, you know, they're going to be extremely valuable pieces. Um, the structure internally will be definitely different, and so, um, you know, they're valuable pieces to this organization. Um, we just decided to make the structure just a little bit different. It really, to be honest with you, um, it, it really wasn't, and it's really because of the people that I'm surrounded by. Like, you don't make a move like this if you're not really sure 
the direction you want to go if you don't have a clear vision of, of what it is that you want to get done. So uh, check with me a year from now and when we're having this and I'll, I'll better be able to. I mean, I got to this situation from coaching. Let's, let's say what it is. And so um, I've gotten to take a look from the other side of the desk, if you will, uh, here in, in, in the recent uh, history. But as we move forward, uh, I'm excited. Like this, you know, ultimately it's a different challenge. And, you know, it's about driving results and delivering success on a consistent basis the same way we did on the field. Um, and that's what I'm looking forward to. It's a, it's a new team of sorts for me. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about getting the best version of everybody from the personnel all the way down and really looking forward to it, to be honest with you. The bottom line is, is that, you know, I am extremely in favor of this decision, right? At the end of the day, you know, I was hired to be the head football coach and I had some other, um, you know, titles, but it also comes a lot of titles are one thing and then there's the work that you have to do. And I don't desire to be average at anything. Um, I want to be the best at, at what I do and give the best. And so, yeah, you don't make a decision like this without ownership uh, being involved, right? So there was a collective thing. I had to present a clear plan. Uh, there was lots of discussion um, as far as who we were putting in place. And so once things like that were satisfied, um, then we were able to go ahead and move forward and, and make decisions. So. Um, this this was definitely a collective decision. I, it's it was it was bittersweet not winning one as a defensive coordinator. Like if you know me at all from the inside out and you work with me daily, I don't I don't have to, you know, knock over Gatorade and kick over benches to prove competitiveness. Um, it's uh, I, don't, I don't like losing like anybody else. Unfortunately, that's part of this business, and it's it's really how you manage those and. Can you have sustainable success, whatever success means? Can you achieve consistently, meaning are, are you in a position to win a championship every year? So, um, yeah, I'm definitely disappointed that you know, we weren't able to deliver as a, my time here in Hamilton. Um, but that's not going to detract on for what we have accomplished and where we're at and the foundation that's laid uh, moving forward for everybody to be the best version of themselves. Well, I'm never going to say I'll never coach again, but if that was uh, in me right now, I wouldn't be up here, you know, in this in this exact time or this uh, in this situation. Uh, what I can say to you, Steve, is that um, I've never backed down from challenges. You know, I was very comfortable as a DB coach. We won a Grey Cup. Um, I was very, you know, I can even go back to as a player. You know, I'm very comfortable at corner. Was an All-Pro, led the league in picks. They moved me to halfback. Accepted the challenge. I go to Toronto. They want to make me a free safety. Accept the challenge. I'm a DB coach. Very comfortable. We win a Grey Cup. Go to be a coordinator. Um, leave. Go to Fresno State. Come back to an assistant head coaching role. Absorb that role. Uh, become a head coach. We do great things here. Um, let's go. This is another challenge. And so uh, I'm, I'm just excited to add value. So. I'm never going to say I'll never return to the field. It's not a focus of mine. If it was, again, I wouldn't be up here right now in this situation. Back to Orlando Steinhauer in just a second. He spoke today with Bill Kelly and made it clear he will remain close with the players and he's looking forward to the new challenge. Yeah, it's, I just look at it as I'm, I'm still a coach uh, of sorts and, you know, I'm just, I have a different team. 
and you know the actual on the field team will be uh, delegated to somebody else um, but I'm not going to be far removed you know in fact you know I you might you maybe see me down on the field I'm not going to just be uh, in the glass ceiling uh, looking down I'm going to be active in it I'm going to be here day to day and I'm you know I'm going to be here to support uh, in any way I can and and that's the way I see it uh, to be extremely active and um, it's you know close is always um, up to anybody who has an opinion and mm-hmm. all I can say is that I'm extremely proud of you know how we battled through adversity uh, throughout the season to to get into an opportunity where we had a chance to win the championship obviously when you fall short uh, you're always you know, reevaluating and retooling and trying to do things and wonder how you can get better. And this is just part of that process. And so uh, I'm looking forward to this new challenge and also in supporting everybody else in their new roles. That was Orlando Steinauer and Bill Kelly. For that full interview, you can check it out right here on the Ticats Audio Network, and you can also watch it on YouTube. Newly named GM Ed Hervey spoke to media today about his CFL experience and stepping up into this new role, and Hervey joined the Tiger Cats back in December of 2021 as Assistant General Manager and Senior Advisor to the President of Football Operations, a 14-year vet of CFL front offices. This isn't new to him. Hervey's resume as a General Manager includes four seasons in Edmonton from 2013 to 2016 and two seasons with the BC Lions from 2018 to 2019. Hervey was the architect, if you will, behind Edmonton's championship team in 2015 and made three consecutive division finals. So a guy with a lot of experience taking over the reins at GM for the Cats and he's looking to duplicate that excess he was able to have in Edmonton here in Hamilton. Ed spoke to media about being named GM and more. Uh, uh, Thank you. I appreciate it. I, I think my experience as a general manager in the past and my understanding of not only personnel but the league policies, all the different things that come with it, um, at this point, it's second hat. I can rattle things off when we're in meetings. This, this isn't something that's too big for me. I believe that um, you know having the opportunity to be the general manager here uh, is really something that excites me. Um, it excites me with the people that I have the opportunity to work with and the the passion that the fan base have for this championship. I think we all share that same sentiment. We want the same thing. And I think from within the walls in here, we're going to work tirelessly for that. But with respect to what what I bring and all those things, I mean, it's I can go on and on and talk about myself, but I'm not that type of person. I'm going to let the work do uh, speak for itself. What's the focus here in this next com- upcoming months? Well, obviously, we have to look at what our situation is with the entirety of the football operations staff. I think that's first and foremost, Um, getting those positions settled. Um, Obviously, there's some other decisions that come down the line. Um, And then we have to focus on what the core of our roster starts to look like, right? And when we speak with when our coaching staff and everyone is in place, you have an opportunity now to decide what the roster will look like, what the needs are of the coaching staff, what we want, what our preparation is going to be as far as what, whether it's free agents that we want, who we want to keep within, how we draft, and we're just going to go through a line-by-line of that. And I think that's going to give us an opportunity to really have a chance to uh, build the kind of roster that we want, build the kind of roster that our fans can be excited about, and more importantly, give us the best chance of being successful hosting home playoff games and giving our chance to win a, a championship. Well, first and foremost, working with Orlando. Um, over the years, I've had a chance to really get to know him and 
for those who don't know him, I mean, it's, it's, and people that know me know that I won't give people a lot of credit for being uh, as genuine. You know, I don't speak to it publicly, but I don't, I, I don't think I've ever run into a person as genuine as, as O. And for those of you who work in this organization, have been in this organization, know just how sincere he is, not only as a person and how he is day to day, but his passion for winning and what he wants to bring to this, to this organization and this city. I myself, I'm a strong competitor. I love to win and I love the opportunities and challenges of trying to win. And I think our personalities and match in that regard. I think more importantly, when we look at the opportunity here, like I want to share something. When I, my first year in the CFL was the champion was the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And I got to tell you, I thought they were the best team that I ever seen, NFL, CFL, whatever it was. And it, I, it was something. And I had to play against that team as well. And I really admired um, the, the, the physical toughness, the grit, not only of the players that were on the field, but coming into Iverwin and all the things. And that, you know, attracted me because it's like a blue-collar type deal. And, um, you know, hey, for me, it was something that I looked at and said, hey, it, was, it would be a great place to work or play if the, ever, the opportunity ever came. You know, I finished my career in one place playing, but you know, the opportunity to be here and having the opportunity to be here for the last couple of years has uh, not disappointed at all. Um, it's really exciting, and I'm looking forward to just continuing to work hard because there's nothing better than seeing fans that are enjoying themselves. But more importantly, I know the passion and the mandate is to win. And uh, with that, you know, we accept that challenge and look forward to it. Yeah, I think, uh, I think when, you, when you put teams together, when you discuss rosters, and, and there's no exact science to us, mm -hmm. obviously, um, but with things, you know, there's things that we can look at. We know we can do better. And, uh, again, I, I believe with us, you know, you know and I, I don't make excuses and I'm not going to give reason. I would just say, like, were we a healthy enough team to have the kind of success that we had hoped to have in question? You know, were we good enough in some areas to be as good as we want in question? Um, all those things have been put in front of us and, uh, and placed on the table, and I think that with that, with the group that we have, there's going to be plenty of opportunity to improve. Um, we look at it as last year was a disappointment. Um, if we'd have won all of our games except the last game, it would have been a disappointment. But we, we, we do understand that there's work to do, and I think that's what we're focused on is looking ahead and not, not behind us. Yeah, I think sometimes when you have young players playing that are starting their careers, you have, you know, you, you go in with the, you know, your expectation of some of your veteran players, and, and if they're absent, you know, then yes, there could be this notion that a team's identity is in question. You know, I'm not, I'm here, not here to, to debate that either. I just think that we just, as a, as a team, as, an, as a football operation, as an organization, we just did not meet the expectations that were there for us. I don't have all the answers as to how, because there's so many things you can point at, but then most people will see those as excuses, and I'm not up here to give excuses. I'm, we're here to find solutions as to moving forward on how to become the Great Cup champions in the future, and I think that's really what the commitment is. Um, you know, you're not going to get a lot of, you know, humming and hawing out of me with all these different things. I'm just focused on how we can, you know, pinpoint to get how to get better. And I think that's really where we're at at this stage and, and just excited about the challenge of doing that. Um, you know, last year was last year, and I'll, I'll, I'll peek back one more time for you just to satisfy you.
I'm done. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you that I don't believe that I've worked with a more talented group. Um, and I say that with all sincerity. Um, the conversation I've had with uh, Spencer and, and Drew, and, and I, I said to them, like, I didn't, I didn't come here to angle for this. I didn't come here hoping to get this. I came here to work with good people, and, and I believe that I was able to do that. And in that time, I was able to foster even greater relationship and a better um, understanding of who they are as individuals. And the, the, the organization is very fortunate to have them. Um, they very they care deeply about this organization, and they're excellent at what they do. And I believe that you know the future is going to be bright for them and our fans, and, and everyone who's involved will actually have a chance to see uh, the fruits of their work here in the, in the near future. Back to Ed Hervey in just a second. He sat down with Bill Kelly as well today, and he spoke about this Ticats ownership group and what they've been able to do in Hamilton. There's no question about that. Obviously, the great organizations in all professional sports have great ownership and great support. And you, gotta ha you have to give this organization credit because the Hamilton Tiger Cats is seen as one of the flagship franchises in the CFL. Um, you know, the, the Bob Young and, and, and Scott Mitchell, those, you know, those individuals have um, done everything possible to give this franchise uh, a chance to be competitive on all levels and all, all fronts. Even being away and with other teams, we always saw Hamilton as one of those teams that when they spoke, everyone listened. We knew they had the best interests of the league and obviously are going to do what it takes to compete all within the rules. So uh, there's no question that we're surrounded by an ownership group that is willing and prepared to give us all the tools necessary to be competitive to win and, and to win now is what the expectations are. That was Ed Hervey, and once again, you can find that whole interview between him and Bill Kelly on the Ticats Audio Network and on YouTube. A busy day in Hamilton, a new look with this Ticats front office and coaching staff coming for 2024, but lots of experience in each of these roles. That's all the time for me today. I want to thank you for listening to Ticats today. Ticats.